Yo, yo, yo. You know, I got to do a quick check. Got to make sure I don't sound like a robot before we get the show started. But what's the one thing, and I mean the one thing, that keeps the 49ers getting to the Super Bowl and accomplishing that victory? It's the quarterback. We're going to talk about that right here on the Wayne Breezy Show because Kyle Shanahan left everybody with something to think about. Let's get right down to it, baby. Stick around. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold, but I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. What's going on? It's your boy, Wayne Breezy. Hey, I tell you what, before we get this show started, let's just do a quick, quick check, check. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure everybody's in here. Let me know. Do I sound like a robot? If I sound like a robot, let me know. I'm going to have to hit the, the refresher. GSU for life. Welcome to the show. That intro was a minute and 30 seconds. Maybe even two. Jacqueline says I'm good, so we're going to rock out. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy. It's good to be back, man. I've, I've been in Alabama just um, like my, my, my brain's moving like clockwork, y'all. It's crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm out here talking to some of these young uh, players, uh, watching uh, them play live, trying to get some footage and some film so you guys can see how they're working out there. I'm going to give you some of my senior bowl uh, – picks that i have right now that I, I really feel really high on some of these kids are going to go high in the draft i'm trying to cater those to the 49ers that may be able to fall in that third round or whatnot uh these are just seniors and some of them are really good they're going to go in the top first round some of them might slide to the second depending on the position that they pick but welcome to the show shout out to all the members uh of the channel you know if you're a member you would have to join and we have a new member uh and we're gonna start out with my man the joker joker's in the building i appreciate you man thank you for becoming a youtube member all right it's the first member of the day let's see if we can get up to five members today don't forget to hit that like button while you're in here and shout out to ms knox aka uh jacqueline knox she says jacqueline wants to say hey faithful i'm in great mood and i hope you ladies and gentlemen have a great day period jacqueline thank you for the super chat contribution early i appreciate you shout out to all the members out there though if you remember you know who you are raphael 562s in the building eddie glover's in the building all right troy is in the building in the building mike 
You finally became a member. I was like, what is taking Mike so long? You, you must was still a member of the other page, the other channel or whatever. But I appreciate you. Mike is in the building. You see Jacqueline is in the building. Shout out to all the members out there. If I missed you, my apologies. Joker, thank you for joining. Terrence is here. I see a bunch of subscribers. Marty Mars in here. Jerome, you've been in the house early on the show. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you guys. Appreciate everybody on their memberships. Uh, my man, Uncle Scott, is definitely in the building. What's going on, baby? Woo, we got a long off season to get to. Uh, we got some nuggets to talk about on today's show. Shout out to all the subscribers of the channel as well. I truly appreciate you guys um, as well. Don't forget to hit that like button. All right, let's go ahead and get down to the Get Down. Like, subscribe to the channel at The Wayne Breezy or the YouTube link is right there below. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. All right, the Wayne Breezy Show's new podcast out there is doing really good. Thanks to you guys. If you guys like to listen to it on your drives, you, you know, if you drive trucks, you drive cars, you drive, like to drive, you and just put the show on. Here you go, man. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and I'm showing us on some of the other ones. All right. Uh, join the Patreon, patreon.com backslash Wayne Breezy. There's going to be some senior bowl footage added this week. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to be meeting up with Johnny Dell today. So that's going to be pretty cool. Well, well, maybe we'll do, we'll go live or something from from Hancock Whitney Field. I don't know. We'll see how he's feeling. The weather is pretty weird out here in Alabama. Like, I can't even describe it. And shout out to our pro uh, our, our sponsors over there at Residency. Make sure you guys go ahead www.residency.com promo code SF Breezy. I will be meeting with them tomorrow on that exclusive Wayne Breezy cap. So stay. Uh, on the lookout for that and we're gonna have some new t-shirts that have been designed by my man ty uh and those are gonna be fire so those are gonna be up on the website very shortly hopefully as early as next week the website if you guys don't remember is www.twben.com that's the wayne reese entertainment network and that's where you're gonna find some of the uh the footage from from the uh senior bowl all right man i done checked in with everybody it's good to be here it's good to see you guys. It's good to be seen as well. Uh, let's go ahead and get down to some of the this, this stuff, man, because there's a lot of stuff that's going on. The presser happened. Uh, let's start with some NFL news. I mean, I don't think anything else, man. I think this news is bigger than the Super Bowl. Yep, I said it. The news that we're about to talk about is bigger than the Super Bowl. What news am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about quarterback Tom Brady calling it quits. He's officially retired again. All right. And this time he says it's for good, good. Right. It's for good, good. Tom Brady's done, done, which is kind of like a breath of fresh air because I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck. If As long as Tom Brady was want, willing to play football, I was going to advocate him to be a 49er for one year. I, I just was. I was going to try to figure out how we can get Tom Brady on this roster. He probably would play for dirt cheap. He's He would be back at home. I was going to advocate it, but you know what? We did a whole show about that, I believe, on Tuesday, and we could just dead that in the water because Tom Brady should be joining one of them TV broadcasting networks, probably Fox. I believe he's going to make, what, $375 million for 10 years? I think that was the that was the offer during the first retirement of last season. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I see a lot of people putting out some uh, uh, some uh, some quarterbacks, some veteran quarterbacks, uh, let, let me see this. I, I see this by my man EMA uh, beats Matt Ryan, a possible landing as a backup. Yeah, it's definitely a possibility. You, you, you heard Kyle Shanahan talk about it yesterday. He says that he has two starting quarterbacks here on the roster. Uh, I don't know if he's going to add uh, a Matt Ryan as a veteran. And Matt Ryan was 20 times worse than Tom Brady last year. I, I'm not sure if we want Matt Ryan 
here as a backup. I think he's finally done. You know, when those quarterbacks get to that point where they just can't throw a ball and it look good anymore. Peyton Manning did it. Drew Brees, Philip Rivers. I think Matt Ryan is joining that conversation. So I, kind, I, I would kindly pass on a Matt Ryan. I, I would look for one, like a professional backup quarterback. Matt Ryan is not a backup quarterback. Oh, he's already signed with Fox. Appreciate that. So is it that 10-year, $375 million deal? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, look, like I said, we can absolutely move on from the quarterback. And like I said, from Tom Brady, uh, because he's officially retired. Uh, and I, I believe he, you said he's already signed with Fox. So that's a, that's a good deal. It was a cool, interesting thing going on about Tom, about how he made in 23 years playing football, $323 million. And, and for a 10 year deal with Fox, $375 million. Tom Brady's what 45. So at 55, the age 55, he would have a total of $375 million. Either 45 or 50. The 46, however old he is, he, he's going to get some guap. God dang. Uh, I wish I could join the media booth. I'll take $2 million at this moment. Uh, you know, let's get into some 49er news. Uh, no longer 49ers. Coach D'Amico Ryans is the Houston's Houston Texans head coach. Round of applause for D'Amico. You know, it was about to go down. You know, we were just waiting for our season to kind of officially like be over. The last show episode we did, he went in for a second interview. And you knew he was going to be the head coach of the Houston Texans. I believe he's interviewing uh, Bobby Slowick uh, for the offensive coordinator position. So D'Amico is going to be taking some of these position coaches from the San Francisco 49ers. And I don't want you guys to feel uh, some type of way. It's just, it's just the way it is. Uh, things will never be the same. Kyle Shanahan's got a lot of work to do. So you probably, after this presser that we listened to yesterday, we won't hear from Kyle, period. For a minute, because he's got a lot of work to do. Uh, work number one, he's got to find a defensive coordinator. We'll talk about that. Also, Anthony Lynn interviews with the commanders. Now, I didn't see this happening. So this is interesting because I thought maybe Anthony Lynn would get some type of promotion with Kyle Shanahan, maybe becoming that assistant head coach uh, or whatnot. So, yeah, that that's that's going to be pretty something to watch. Anthony Lynn may be leaving. Now, I see you guys talking about Vic Fangio, uh, and I believe he is officially the defensive coordinator for the Miami Dolphins. All right, we just got that. Shout out to Nier for putting that out there in the chat. So uh, we'll get to that because we need to figure out, man, who is going to be that defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. I think this is this is the first thing Kyle Shanahan needs to figure out. All right, so he's officially gone. Uh, Kylie's saying Breezy, Fangio or Wilkes, Fangio's done. I mean, he's officially a Dolphin. I have it right here. So um, shout out to my man, Coach Yak. Vic Fangio has decided to join the Dolphins as their defensive coordinator per Adam Schefter. So breaking news right here, Fangio is going to be a Miami Dolphin, okay? He's going to be a Miami Dolphin, and I, it's got to be Wilkes, right? Or maybe not. It, there, there's a couple of other guys that are out there. All right. So you guys are putting stuff out there. Chris Harris might be the guy. He's younger. Okay. Well, in my opinion, he's younger than Wilkes. He's younger. He might be Ken Norton's age. I don't want Ken Norton Jr. here. I, I just don't, I don't, I don't think he I don't think he's a great defensive coordinator. You know, Wilkes would be the guy. 
because he would have the most experience. Plus, he's a former head coach. Um, so yeah, uh, he didn't sign with them two days ago. Remember, uh, the day what maybe he did sign with them two days ago. I, I, I didn't get that memo, but it is what it is. Um, Juan says Breezy Lynn is already assistant head coach. Yeah, but they kind of gave him like, like, uh, it was like he was he he was signed as the assistant head coach, but it didn't seem like he had that type of a role because then he became like the running backs coach and other stuff. It kind of seemed like he got bumped down, even though, even though that's what he was. You, you, you're right. He was when when he was hired, he was hired as that, but it didn't seem like that was his role. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Tony Montana says Harris is the guy. Shout out to Tony Montana. Uh, another member. Shout out to my man Dion Niner Game Podcast. Another member. Um, yeah, uh, he he did wait to sign. That's what I thought. He did wait to sign, um, and because he wanted to meet with the 49ers, and I guess they just didn't they didn't blow him away. Maybe. Oh, you know what it was? I think I know why he didn't sign. And I think it was more the fact that did you hear Kyle Shanahan say that he wanted to bring in a guy that doesn't necessarily have to change much because the way because the defense is already set and built right I, and 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 being the three four guy speaking of three four guy i found us a phenomenal three four outside linebacker but he can he can probably play like the will or he can probably play you know he can play the will or the sam so just just want to say if he gets drafted maybe he'll get drafted. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second but we got to find us a guy that kind of fits what, what we have. I think that's why, you know, they did meet with Vic Fangio. Fangio might have been on some different type of stuff. The reason why I wanted Fangio, because I wanted him to bring back the, the, the hard-hitting, the hard-hitting, just leave you leave him out on a stretcher type of football. I know that ain't football, but that's kind of why I wanted to bring him back, because he can get – uh he 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 can get he would he would end up changing some of the personnel on that defense. I, I would say this, but yeah. So uh, it's not Fangio. It's going to be a guy that they feel like can fit. So when you're thinking about the defensive coordinator guys, pay attention to that. It's going to be a guy that's can that's going to automatically fit, kind of like what we have. All right. So just wanted to put that out there. It's going to be a guy that can kind of fit like what you know what we have, um, and it's unfortunate. Um. Just looking at my notes. So I'm thinking it's going to be Commander's DB coach, Chris Harris. And and the reason why I'm saying that, a lot of people are saying it's going to be somebody promoted within. There's a possibility, but we got to see how many people leave with D'Amico because he's going to take probably three to four coaches on the staff. So I think Kyle might have to look elsewhere. And why not bring in another veteran dude? Um, that can kind of like make sure that they, they fit this four three scheme, and I believe they played a they play a four three out there in Wash in Washington. So that Chris Harris makes sense. I'm not sure what Wilkes ran over there in uh, in Indianapolis as far as a defense, um, but yeah. So we'll see. I think that's going to happen within a couple of days, though. To be honest, hopefully it happens today, and then we can continue to move forward. So yeah. DC, it was no longer going to be Fangio. Let me just change my notes right here while I'm looking at you. Chris Harris, who is the DB's coach from the Washington Commanders. I actually like it, so it's probably going to go down uh, or whatnot. Let's get into some team awards. 
All right. So the team awards happened. Team gives out awards every year. All right. And here are the winners of the team awards. Nick Bosa, defensive end, got the Bill Walsh Award. Fred Warner got the Bob McKittrick Award. Center, Jake Brindo got the Hazeltine Ironman Award. Uh, defensive end, Nick Bosa got the Herion Memorial Award. Um, and probably reading this wrong. And Brock Purdy ended up with one of the awards as well. So here are the awards for the team. Uh, shout out to all of the football players that actually won. Congratulations. Keep up the great work. And yeah, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. All right. Let's do, let's talk about Brock Purdy a little bit. Now, there was, there, yesterday was crazy because Don, the dude from Twitter, Don K, I don't know how to say his last name, put out this tweet and it was just this crazy, you know, whatever. And it was like, Brock Purdy is going to miss the season. And then uh, we put out the tweet. I put it out. I put it out from, you know, I referenced him and people were like, oh, no, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. And then Ari, my sports update, put out the thing that Brock has not made the decision. Brock Purdy is awaiting a second decision, uh, second opinions. All right. So if you don't remember Brock Purdy, um, suffered the torn UCL. Uh, he's going to be sidelined for about six months per Adam Scheffner. That's what it was. Uh, Brock will wait on a second opinion for making his decision. Kyle says he'll be good after three months. Matter of fact, I think I have the clip of Kyle Shanahan talking about Brock Purdy's injury. And if you didn't see uh, Brock Purdy's injury, here it is again. Um, yeah, you're, you're, you're looking at this injury and you're just like, it doesn't look bad. It just looks like a drop back pass and doesn't fall down. And then, you know, boom. So that, that's kind of like what happened. But let's listen to what Kyle Shanahan had to say. I'm trying to add the clip and they don't want to let me add the clip. So uh, let's see if it'll let me add the clip. If not, we'll go ahead and play it the normal way. I had to reset my computer because the Internet was bugging in the hotel. And I paid for the internet too. So I was like, let me get off the free internet. Let me just pay the five dollars a day so I could just make sure it's, it's booming. But you guys say I sound good. So that's a great thing. That's a great thing. Waiting for the video to process. Might not process. In the meantime, let's go ahead and get it this way. Video file. All right. So let's listen to what Carl Shanahan had to say about Brock. Thing for me to hear about that. Um, once three months is over, they start the rehab of just building the arm back slowly. And by six months, it's built back. And that's when I start to ask questions. So does that mean ease them in and stuff like that? Like you would think of ACLs and things like that. And they said, no, the buildup's been from three to six. And at six months, he is the same dude in full go. So that was the most encouraging part that I heard. It's hypothetical, but when you say you're content, those two guys, that mean you would not be looking at signing a starter-level veteran at all? or I I know we have two starters on our team right now that I believe we can win with. Um, so when you have that situation, you're not that eager to go looking around. These are two guys who are coming off of injuries, and one of them has been hurt previously. I actually like this question. Like, I like the follow-ups. It this always point. is. But, I mean, first time, you know, when um, – the quarterback gets his arm bent backwards and stuff. Uh, it's I think anybody gets hurt from that. You know, it's it's unfortunate when quarterbacks get hurt, but um, that's yeah. You try to have three. Sometimes you bring four into camp, but I don't think we're going to start having five or anything like that. So um, Brock did a pretty good job being durable all year, and um, 
they got his elbow in an unfortunate situation, which I think has happened to a number of quarterbacks. I mean, going back to, I don't know exactly, but even you look at Breeze, um, I don't know if that was shoulder or elbow. Um, so, like, he talked about the injury. Uh, it's a six-month kind of, like, type of injury. Uh, he felt like at three months, you know, he was going to kind of ease him back into the situation. And he said that the doctors say, no, 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 in three months, he's pretty much good to go. So we're gonna see. We got to sit here and monitor this this injury. Now, I personally feel like if if it's anything, if if it's like, all right, first of all, like I'm a baseball guy, and in the moment that there's something wrong with that pitcher's arm and there's a tear in that UCL, like there's there's no playing around with it. You get the you get the Tommy John surgery, and you just forego the year, and then you come back stronger if you train properly. I'm kind of like in that situation. I'm not an MD. Don't say that. I'm just I'm just giving you my my two cents. I'm kind of like in that situation when it comes to Brock Purdy. Like I feel like if it even if it's slightly torn, maybe it's best to just go ahead and you know get it fixed, forego a season, and then come back strong. Now that's easy to say for the simple fact that you know. That's me talking. Brock is probably he's he's, he's a competitor. Let's, let's let's some of the things like describe Brock Purdy in one word. Ready, set, go. I, I I'm gonna say he's a competitor, right? He's a competitor. He he he's he's a a gritty like gridiron football guy. We've watched him play with injured obliques. We've watched him come out there and try to play with the uh, – <laughs> somebody said elbow fatigue. We watched him come out here and play with a, a, a torn UCL. Uh, okay, here we go. So I asked you to describe Brock. We got tough. Ian, yes, super tough. We got competitor. We got tough. We got strong. We got tough. Like these are like, – like, I mean, got leader. Didn't even think about that. Like didn't even think – dog. My man 49er Cass put out a, a picture with the Bulldog and Brock Purdy's elbow. <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. We got star. He's definitely a star. Hungry is a cool word, Joker, because it's like that's probably why he's getting these second opinions. And he's probably saying to myself, yo, man, you know, if I do forego this year and Trey Lance balls out, I may never see the field again. See what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of psychological things that can actually happen to a player mentally. So Brock is trying to figure out, like, what's going to be the best for him. Me, personally, I feel like, dude, you got a torn UCL. I personally feel like you should just get it fixed, fixed, and then deal with whatever happens after that. Like, deal with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Poised, durable, resilience. Ooh, calm. Mm, mm. My word for Brock. <laughs> Wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. We gotta give Jimmy G uh a, a little a look, we gotta cut him a little bit of slack because last year he was a warrior. Last year he was a warrior. Come on, he was a warrior last year. He played with the played with like four injuries and he and he didn't complain about it. I mean he was he sucked, but he didn't complain about it. And you know what? You're right. And on that point, you're right. Now, good news is uh, Trey Lance spoke and said that he's ready to uh, he's going to be ready by OTAs. Like Trey Lance said, he will be ready to go by OTAs.
A's. You know how great that is? If Trey Lance comes back healthy, this team has zero, well, this team will be in a good place. Because, again, at the end of the day, we still haven't seen Trey Lance play over a duration, you know, when it comes to a regular season. Good morning, Melissa. We haven't seen him play over the duration of the season. So, good news is, Trey Lance said he's he's willing to come back. He's going to be ready to come back by OTAs, which is in May. Good news is, Brock Purdy hasn't given us, he hasn't given up yet. He's still waiting on some second opinions. Right. So there's a possibility that he might be just good to go. All right. We're waiting on that. All right. That's good news. And the other good news, probably the best news when you're talking about quarterbacks for the San Francisco 49ers, other than the fact that Tom Brady has retired, Jimmy Garoppolo won't be a 49er anymore. Like he's done. Like Kyle Shanahan made it clear as clear liquid. Like he's done. He's done. He's done. Jimmy's done. Like and and I thought he made that clear last year, and then no one signed him, and then he was back. Now there's a possibility that that same situation may present itself again. And I heard these reports out there saying that there are some teams out there that are interested in signing Jimmy Garoppolo as a free agent. There are some teams out there that are willing to sign him as a free agent. Got you, cool beans. I just won't believe it until I see it. And here we go with Burt Reynolds. I was waiting for the first person to say this, and I was going to put it up here. Jimmy G will be starting for the 49ers this year. Now, this will never, ever, ever happen again. According to Kyle Shanahan, this is done. Jimmy's done. Now, there's a small possibility. If there's a setback in Trey Lance and Brock Purdy, Who would be the best available option out there? In my opinion, if I asked you, Jimmy Garoppolo or Matt Ryan, who would you take? Come on, put it in the chat. Jimmy Garoppolo or Matt Ryan? I'm taking Jimmy. You guys are idiots. This is is the stuff I'm talking about. My man Ariel said, I'll take Brissett. Would you really, though? Really? A guy that doesn't know the offense? Ooh, somebody said Matt. <laughs> you know you lying. You know you lying. I'm taking Jimmy G all day. I'm not even going to play. It's just Jimmy. Shout out to, like, I'm taking Jimmy over Matt. And there's not too many veteran quarterbacks that are going to be available when you're thinking about your third quarterback. Now, I know Jimmy G is not going to want to sit there. <laughs> Melissa said, no fair. I'm just saying, like, if it came down to the veteran guy, who would it be? Because them the vets, right? Drew Brees is not coming out of retirement. If they pull Philip Rivers out of retirement and sign Philip Rivers, I would probably not cover the 49ers. I'll find a different team to be a content creator for. I don't want to see Philip Rivers ever play football again. He's done done. But I'm just thinking about those, vet- those vets. What did GSU for life say? I'd be an idiot, Breezy. James Torn, his draws with me. and tw- I know. I know. I know. I know we're over him. I, I understand we're over him. According to Kyle Shanahan and the presser, you just heard. He said he was over him. Like, 
basically said he's done. He's not coming back. I I can't. He's coming off of an injury. EMA uh, EMA beats. He's also coming off of an injury. I don't know what his injury was. What was? Uh, let's look up Ryan Tannehill's injury. Ryan Tannehill's. It's a weird way to spell the name too. By the way, Tannehill's injury. Let's look up his injury. I don't remember what it was. Do, 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 do. He was out for oh, he had an ankle injury. I don't want another quarterback with an ankle injury. I'm sorry. I don't want a quarterback. I, I don't want another quarterback with an ankle injury. I don't want Garden Minshew. He's trash to me. He was good in that one game and then he was trash. So this is gonna be I don't think Mariota's that good. I know he beat us. I don't think he's it. He he He's better than Josh Johnson, though. Ah, fudge. Melissa. He is better than Josh Johnson. Derek Carr is going to cost too much money. Now, listen, Kyle has not said, Kyle has said, what's going on, Dwayne? Kyle said that he's not looking to add another quarterback because he feels like he has two starting quarterbacks already. He hasn't. But what about the third one? Because Kyle Shanahan is going to need three quarterbacks. And that's something that we're going to have to figure out, uh, of course, this season. And look, Tom Brady's off the list. He's retired. A lot of you said you want vets. If you want vets, then it's got to be a good damn vet. Because Josh Johnson is probably the ultimate vet. <laughs> and he's, he was terrible. Mike White is actually a good option. Is that the quarterback from the Jets 49er Magic? I don't know if he's a free agent. You know what? I'm saying here saying I don't know. And how about I look it up? I don't know if Spot Rack is going to be. Let's see if Spot Rack gives me if it loads up. Is it going to be? This that's going to be interesting, uh, guys. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, let's go 49ers, NFL, 49ers. Uh, nope. Free agents. Free agents. Let's go to quarterbacks. I'm going to see which vets might possibly be available once they pop up. This site is so slow. Or my internet connection is slow. One or the other. I don't know. We got a whole nut. We got plenty of time. Tavarius, shout out to Tavarius. You must be, you're, I think you're in Alabama. Mike White, Gino, Bake, uh, Mayfield, Dalton, Bridgewater, Brissett. All right. So let's scratch off Bridgewater. He gets hurt every time he plays football. Gino Smith might be the best option, but I think he wants to start. And I think Seattle will resign him. Baker Mayfield, uh-uh. Andy Dalton, uh-uh. Jacoby Brissett or Mike White will probably be the only two options the 49ers can bring in here. But again, we're going to see. We're, we're, we're going to see uh, <laughs> what's going to happen. Uh, I, 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 I like Cam Newton. I see you guys talking about Cam Newton. Kaepernick won't ever play football ever again. Uh, Josh Johnson, Josh Willie Beeman Johnson throwing up. Did he throw up on the field? Yeah. Wayne, we talking quarterback three, not quarterback one. Mariota. But see, see, I like what you're saying, but I'm looking at it as if they had to play quarterback one. Feel me? Because that, that, that's kind of like what happens. Because that's what the show's about. Show's about Kyle Shanahan and quarterbacks being injured. Is Kyle Shanahan getting his quarterbacks injured? I'll tell you what. Kali, perfect segue to the topic of the show. I'm going to put the, the link in the chat. Let's open it up. Is Kyle Shanahan getting his quarterbacks injured? I like that. Here's the thing. You're 100% correct, Kali. 
I love what you're saying. We are looking for a quarterback three. That's 100% correct. But what happens if your quarterback one and your quarterback two goes down and you need a quarterback three? We can't say that that won't ever happen. Because it happened. We just witnessed it. We lost our quarterback one. We lost our quarterback two. Hell, we lost our quarterback three. So it is it an anomaly for this season? Like, will this ever happen again? This has never really this has never happened to any other team. But but we gotta think about the way Kyle Shanahan coaches, the way he likes to, to call some of his plays, the way he likes to use his quarterbacks. Matter of fact, Kyle, they asked Kyle Shanahan about that. Like they, they asked Kyle Shanahan about that. Let's listen to that particular presser piece. They asked him about that. And let me get your thoughts on it because Kyle talked about his quarterbacks being injured. Uh, and let's see what he had to say. First season, and you have four quarterbacks get hurt. Four quarterbacks because got injured. Because you as a coach, any hesitation? You as a person who draws up the plays, hesitation on how you're protecting them, how they're handled, what you do with them. Yeah, I think – when you ask that question, that way I understand. But I think if you looked at the injuries, common sense would answer that question. Common um, sense? I mean, how have they gotten hurt? I mean, I'm sorry Josh got a concussion when he hit the ground. So that's the fourth one you're talking about. I'm sorry our quarterback got his elbow bent backwards on a normal drop-back pass. I'm sorry on a drop-back pass, someone rolled up on Jimmy's ankle. Um, and then we have a dual-threat quarterback who got hurt running the ball. So to throw all those four in that category... No, no quarterbacks got hurt when we had to hand it off the whole second half. See, so. that's the smart-ass comment right that. there. <laughs> that comment right there. Look, no quarterbacks got hurt when we handed the ball off. So, <laughs> anyway, like, I think Kyle's tired of everybody saying that you know, he's getting his quarterbacks hurt. And listen, if you guys feel like that's that's what's happening here, I can totally understand it. You, look, our O-line is the problem. It's so weird, though, how the O-line is the problem. Look, my man Akash from Niner Nation put out this dope he, – he, he put out something, though. It's the one thing I love about him. He's going to get down to the numbers so that you guys can have a better preface of overall the overall picture because numbers don't lie. OK, numbers don't lie. And and his 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 tweet was about quarterback hits on the season. So I want you guys to check this out. Let me go ahead and remove this from the stream. And he says the 49ers gave up 42 quarterback hits all season long. That was the 10th fewest in the NFL. They also only gave up 31 sacks, which was the sixth fewest in the NFL. That didn't include quarterback runs. But somehow there's the question of play calling and injuries. So when you're thinking about the play calling and the injuries, it's more like, you know, they're freakish injuries. Like, like the Trey Lance injury, we're blaming it on Kyle Shanahan and the play calling because he ran him up the middle. Remember Jerry Rice put out that tweet and said, stop running our weapons or playmakers up the middle. And he was talking about uh, the quarterback. He was talking about Debo Samuel. He was talking about all these players, right? He was saying, and you, you know what I'm saying? So he, he put that out there. I tell you what, if Jerry Rice was playing football today and they asked him to run up the middle, you know what his ass would do? He would run up the middle. But but at the end of the day, like, we're upset because that play that Trey Lance got hurt was, what, a three-yard gain, and uh, it was a quarterback uh, – uh, 
you know, read option to where he could have like took the ball and ran it or handed the ball off to the running back. And, you know, it's just, it's just a freak injury that he, he, he ended up getting injured on that type of play. In my opinion, it just was. Um, and I know a lot of people are not going to say that the Jimmy Garoppolo one, there was pressure from the left. There's pressure from the right. He escapes the pressure because sometimes quarterbacks are going to have to escape pressures. Sometimes quarterbacks take sacks, uh, you know, to avoid things. And on that one particular time, Jimmy was trying to make a play. And and, and the, the defender, um, oh, my gosh, kid from Miami, um, the defender rolled up on him. And, and, and unfortunately, boom, he's out. And then when you look at Brock Purdy's play, we're questioning the, the coverage. We're questioning the blocking scheme from the tight end. I, let, can I ask y'all this hypothetical question? Because this didn't happen. But what, what if that was George Kittle? Would you still not want? And let's say George Kittle did that. Would we still be upset? and say that a tight end shouldn't be blocking the guy? I'm just curious to know if we're consistent with the fact that it was a tight end blocking or because it was Tyler Croft blocking. Because all the stuff out there is more of the simple fact that it's your backup tight end blocking. But what if George Kittle gave up that? I mean, I would say Hassan Reddick made a play. Vent uh, Vong says it doesn't matter if it was Kittle. And I get it. It's kind of hindsight. Like, it doesn't matter who. What if it was Mike McGlinchey? What if it was Mike? What if it was your, your right tackle? And I know the fact is that it was Croft. I get it. But if it was Mike McGlinchey, would we still be feeling the same ill way? I mean, it's just, in my opinion, watching that play, I thought Tyler Croft, I don't know how y'all expected him to block. <laughs> block this guy when he was lined up super outside but i felt like he was pushing them around and 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 there's so many things that could have went differently on that right it could have been a different blocker it could have been a different blocker on him uh it could have been you know brock purdy maybe stepping up in the pocket trying to get the pass out to his check down it could have it, it just could have went so many different ways and honestly Dude just made a play. I was watching NFL films last night. And you guys remember Derek Brooks? Raise your hand if you remember who Derek Brooks was, the pass rusher from the Kansas City Chiefs. He died at a young age. But he was (laughs) – I forgot how amazing he was. And I kind of got – like a mixture between Hassan Reddick and maybe Von Miller, and that that's how you get Derrick Brooks. The reason why I brought him up was he wasn't ever he he never he he got sacks on the quarterback, but that wasn't. I mean, Derrick Thomas. I'm sorry, not Derrick Brooks. Derrick Thomas. Brooks was on Tampa. He he um he didn't get he had sacks, but that wasn't his thing. His you know what he did? He used to force fumbles. He used to force fumbles. The reason why I brought that up is because when you look at Hassan Reddick, instead of him going for the sack, he went for the arm. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, and I was just like, all right, man. Well, there's two different players. So there's there is a Derek Brooks, but I meant Derek Thomas. So my apologies uh, for those that are like who. But the reason why I brought that up is because when you look at Hassan Reddick, he did exactly the same thing Derek Thomas would have did. He went to the arm and made sure that ball came out. Unfortunately, this particular play just bent his arm backwards. I don't. I think I agree with you guys. Not lining the tight tight end up there. Me personally, I thought it would have been a little. I, I I felt like somebody else should have been out there because he was lined up so outside. He was lined up so outside, like so outside. Like it was like, and most pointed that out on the show. He was lined up far. Here goes my internet connection, guys. Let me know if I'm starting to sound like a robot. It just popped up. I don't know why. I'll refresh it. You guys tell me if I sound like a robot. I do want to get you guys on. I'm going to put the link in here. The question is this. Is Kyle Shanahan getting the reason why his quarterbacks are getting injured? Is Kyle Shanahan the reason why his quarterbacks are getting injured? I did mean Derek Thomas. Again, my apologies. There's the link. I'm going to try to get you guys on here. We got about 20 minutes before I got to head over to the Whitney Field, uh, Hancock Whitney Field. Uh, to get to the stuff, it says just the video. So the video, sh- yeah, that's bad though. Sounds good, but video froze up. All right, I, I, I just don't understand. I'm paying for the connection. All right, so I tell you what, I'm going to refresh, take a small pause, let me refresh this internet, and then we'll be right back. All right, so you might have to click on the stream again. All right, because I don't I don't know why it's doing that. It was just fine. It was perfect. Maybe a better connection on the bed. <laughs> and let me just restart this. All right, let's see if this works a little bit better. It looks like the connection is stronger. Uh, where did my man go? I'm not sure where he went. Why do I have two me's? All right, let's see if this works. All right, so again, I'm going to put the link out here. Here we go. Click on that link. I want to get your thoughts on this, all right? I want to get your thoughts on is Kyle Shanahan getting his quarterbacks injured? I think that's super important. I want to know what you guys think about the situation. Let's hurry up before the connection decides to go all the way out. There he is. All right, let's get Ronnie on. What's going on, bro? Yeah, what's up? Nothing much, man. Sitting out here in Alabama. I went to get you warm, warm over there in Alabama. It's not. It's not. So the first day, it was like 80 degrees, and then it was 30 degrees yesterday, and I haven't been outside today. So, man, we got pure cold up here in Toronto. Snow everywhere. Oh, that is snow. I have not we're seen getting, snow like that all year. We're, we're getting a frost right now. It's going to be minus uh, 24 tomorrow. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Minus 24. Good gosh. Oh, yeah. 
All right, man. So what are your thoughts on Kyle Shanahan and his quarterback injuries? Huh. Um, when it comes to if I believe if I blame Shanahan, I don't. Uh, I do have a slight gripe with him running Trey Lance up the middle. That's the only one. That's the only one. Besides that, it's shit happens to us. I don't know why it happens to the 49ers, but it does. I can't blame Kyle for that. You know, maybe they were, they have the quarterbacks are protected enough as it is. Like, what more can you do? Like, yeah, okay, we can beef up the O line a little bit more, but you really, what what else can you do? Yeah, so like the 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 injury to Brock was not necessarily based off of, off the O line. It was more from the tight end blocking yeah. the outer rush. And it just didn't look good when you look back at it on film. You're like, why is it him? But I think Reddick beats anybody coming from that far. It would he would have beat McGlinchy. He would have beat yeah. any like like he was really spread out to get the speed to get around. So it's like contact, rip the arm. I'm around the guy. I don't think it would have mattered who it was. You know? No, I I don't think it would have mattered. You're right, and that's why I don't blame him. I just think. We're just unlucky, unfortunately. Ah, okay. We're just unlucky. But um, to that post that you're just putting up about um our pressures or whatever, um, I think a lot of that has to do with Pretty being elusive. Yeah. Because he he could have got hit quite a number of times if it wasn't for him being so elusive. Yeah, I mean, the, like, like Jimmy, I said, he's not, but like Brock, he's pretty elusive. So yeah. is uh Trey Lance. I, I, Brock to me is more elusive than Trey. Trey's more of a running back as a runner. Yes, but he's, yes. but he's uh, more of the the bell cow running back, whereas Brock is more like the Christian McCaffrey type. Like I'm gonna make you miss a little bit. Yeah, and spin. I, and, I, I think Trey Lance is be uh, someone that'd be harder for them to take down if they got an arm on him, and Brock is a little bit more elusive. I agree. I agree 100. Um, percent And another thing, I one other thing I wanted to add because I was saying in the preseason. What do you in what contract is Sunco on? What's the chance of getting back Sunco? Um, I have not looked at Sudfield's contract and what he signed to play wherever he went. Uh, I would have to look into that and get back to you on that. But there is a possibility they bring back the familiar guy. Yeah, that's yeah. what Kyle does, though. He, right? did, he didn't look that bad in the preseason. Him and Purdy were battling it out, and I'm like, wow, they're gonna have to keep him. If it wasn't for them keeping Jimmy, he wouldn't have been here. Yeah. So we have to check and see if what if he signed a one year deal to be the backup in Detroit or was it is he gonna be there? I, I don't know necessarily what his contract is, but there's a possibility that he can be back. I'm not gonna lie, I, I'm excited to hopefully give Trey a chance and see what he can do. Same here. And knowing that we have Brock right there. Same here. Right there behind him. Same here, man. I appreciate you for jumping on, bro. All right, man. All right, cool. man. Peace out, Ronnie. Let's get my man Dion on here, bro. What's going on, baby? What's up, Breezy, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm just trying to hang in there with this connection while it's a little strong. Hopefully, I'm not choppy chop chop, but uh, you sound oh, no. good. No, your, your internet is solid now. You froze okay. earlier. Yeah, I'm a little under the weather. Got a little cold, man. Oh, no, nah, man. Hope you yeah. feel better, bro. 
Yeah, you, you you literally are the first podcast I came on um, all week. I haven't even talked about the loss, man. It's just been frustrating. Um, I wanted to see how you felt about this analogy. I feel like Kyle is Mark Jackson. <laughs> he got he he got all the pieces to the puzzle. He just can't get over the hump. Okay, and okay. and that that's what's that's what it's starting to look like because we get to the Super Bowl can't finish NFC championship game last year can't finish uh-huh. thank you I appreciate that Jacqueline thank you everybody wishing me well wishes I appreciate it your boy is on his vitamin C elderberry and my lovely wife is taking so good care of me man I try to get up do stuff I get yelled at so believe me I appreciate everybody for all the love thank you so much um but that that's where I'm that's what I'm feeling right now honestly I feel like he he has everything. He just can't get over the hump. And sometimes it takes like that different person to just give you that little extra boost over the top. It's not that I don't believe in Kyle. I'm not saying fire Kyle. Please don't take that in any way, shape, or form and twist it to be such. I just feel like that's his his MO right now. He's Mark Jackson. He keeps getting there. And just he can't finish, man, and it hurts. Uh, as for Purdy, Everybody out there, it's either six or twelve months, depending on what he 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 wants to do. If you do a full Tommy John surgery, you need a year. You cannot do a six month period of time. If you do that and you come back, you must be taking HGH and everything under the sun because it just doesn't work like that. I watch enough baseball, no. Um, but after Tommy John, people have said their arms have sometimes even gotten better or stronger. Right. Um, pretty sure they clowned me in the chat about my voice, which I don't care. Go ahead. I laugh at myself. I'm perfectly fine with everybody laughing at me. Um, but that's just how I feel, man. Honestly, we got to focus on the free agents we need to bring back um, this offseason. And, you know, I think Dub is gone, man. I think he's probably going to be in Houston with D'Amico. Honestly, think Jimmy Ward's going to Houston with D'Amico. Um, you know, I, I saw his IG live where he was like, you know, basically almost low key was told you can ride the bench if you don't want to play nickel. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's it's a lot going on in the offseason, man. Um, I swear to you, the football guys must have a, a thing for Trey Lance because this injury provides him another opportunity to get out there and do what he needs to do. We know at a minimum he's going to be the quarterback fully going in OTAs. And you know how Kyle is. He likes to bring people along slow, so he'll definitely be the quarterback going all through training camp, uh, probably all through the preseason. So um, I don't want the, the opportunity for Lance in this manner, but I can appreciate that he has it again because I felt bad. You know, it's, it's just kind of a shock. And I honestly thought if Brock got here, there would at least just be a competition. Mm-hmm. But if that if Brock would have won the Super Bowl, no Trey Lance's job is gone. It's automatically Brock Purdy's. That was just my my opinion. But I know you got to get other people on. Are you are you doing a gig or did you get stuck again, man? Am I doing a gig? No, no, no. I'm out here covering the Senior Bowl, so I, I'm I got oh about to leave okay. in nine minutes. So we got, oh, I got okay. everybody on. Yeah. Hey, do your thing, man. I'm sorry you covering the Senior Bowl. Nah. Okay, Breezy, look at you doing big thing. Yeah, man. You got to play the Jefferson. You got to play the Jefferson. You're moving on up. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get out of Alabama first, but it's too slow down here. Yeah, for yeah me, right. Right. Yeah. Hey, get out of there safe, bro. Some yeah. people don't realize there are still certain places in the South. We as black folk do not and cannot and should not and will not go. 
I mean, stay the safe. safest places is the Waffle Houses. So if I need, I just go to the Waffle House and it's all there, love, dear. <laughs> there you go. All right, man. Hey, have fun covering the Senior Bowl, bro. Congrats on that. Continue to do big things. Continue to grow. You know, I got nothing but love for you. I wish you all the blessings in the world, whether it be spiritual, financial, just growth in general, growth for the Breezy Network, all of that good stuff, man. So y'all stay up, stay faithful out there. I'm going to go and get some tea. All right, man. Appreciate you. Get well soon, bro. All right. Let me get Melissa on here because I don't want her to drop back out again. What's going on, Melissa? Hey, Breezy. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good, good. Ah, oh, here go the connection again. I see it. All right, go ahead and get to talking. Hopefully, you don't sound choppy. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you: Have you met anybody there to cover the Senior Bowl yet? Because I know Steph Sanchez is down there, and a bunch of other people are. Yeah, I've met I've met tons of players. Um, I've gotten some interviews. I'm saving my stuff. Uh, to post. Um, I talked to a couple of wide receivers, a couple of wideouts that might fall third or fourth, fifth round or whatnot. That could be like a nice upgrade to some of the stuff that we have here. Some of the running backs as well, offensive linemen. So I'm I'm definitely gonna break that stuff down um, on the Patreon. But one guy, uh, offensive lineman that I will look out for is the kid out of Syracuse, uh, Matthew. Uh, how do you say his last name? Let's see, Matthew Bergeron, something like that. Kid out of uh, Syracuse. He's a problem. Oh, actually, I got it right here. So that would here's some of the people that I definitely got a chance to meet and talk about. There's also this uh, offensive lineman out of North Dakota State, uh, Cody Mouch. He he looks good. There's a lot of good, lot of lot of nice good players out here um, for us to look into. So yeah, Matthew Bergeron. Is the kid. There's a running back, Tajay Spears. Oh, my gosh. Speed, gets through the hole, makes people miss, can catch out of the backfield. And I will say that Tajay Spears was the best blocking running back in the drills, in the sevens, and in the 11 drills. So, like, he was the best protecting. And he's the littlest one. Go figure. Uh, And then uh, we want an edge rusher, Derek Hall out of Auburn. He'll probably be gone. Um Second round, probably uh, first or second round. He's, he's probably going to be gone, but he looks really good out there. And this is the kid from Iowa State I was talking about, uh, Will McDonald the fourth. He's a problem out there as well. Cool. All right. So um, I want to ask you, because you brought up Tyler Croft in that, that block earlier. Mm-hmm. Was that the only one that, that noticed, like, a few plays earlier? They, they tried the same thing with Jawan Jennings all the way outside – right all by himself and Reddick blew right past him. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not blaming Kyle Shanahan because I I do think that Brock Purdy climbed the pocket too much in that game and held on to the ball too much because he was trying to make plays happen. But I think that whoever designed or called those certain protections got way too cute because, like, I I don't think that they took all those first-rounders on the Philly D line seriously because like there's no way they should have had Croft or Jennings or one of these guys all by themselves to handle one of the biggest problems and then have McGlinchey always kicked inside and like give an absolute big hole for these teams to get in the backfield. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that real quick. Yeah, it just it just looked like Kyle was just trying something different um, as far as like his personnel that he had out there and so like. I mean, the main the main play 
that people that stuck out was the Brock Purdy injury. But you are talking about the one where there was a play where Jawan Jennings just could. I don't even think he can get to the block. It was just, he was lined he up. Just, wide. He was so out, out outside. That's like what I'm saying. He, was he, he just like out. slipped right past him, like brushed against McGlinchey. He was kicking inside. And he was, was right in the backfield. Like usually when you do stuff like that, you at least have like a Kyle Juszczyk or a Charlie Warner or a George Hill or, uh, or somebody else there to help out with those kind of like blocking schemes. Like you don't just leave the one guy on his own. And just like, well, I mean, you do leave, you do, you, so you do do that, but against certain players, I wouldn't do that. And I, and I think Kyle might've thought his guys can just match up with that player one-on-one and clearly it just didn't work out. I I think that's what happened. Melissa, like Hassan Reddick is just a freak of nature. Yeah. Like that's, that's what he is. And unfortunately he took advantage of every every matchup. He did his best taking advantage of it. When he saw a mismatch that he knew he could beat with speed, he he beat them every time. Like he hit Josh Johnson. He wasn't the one that took Josh Johnson out, but he was the one that got Josh Johnson first. And that was the play you're talking about. That that's the so it was a bootleg play. And like Juwan, I don't know what Juwan was supposed to do, but whatever it was, Josh Johnson just got creamed because. He was right in his face. And so, like, yeah, it was it was a little awkward, right? So, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're – I don't know why Kyle called certain types of plays or have certain types of looks out there. Um, maybe he thought we can overpower them, like kind of bully them. And mm-hmm. apparently Hassan Reddick just wasn't – he was the bully. That's kind of what happened. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but Jason Poe got the special helmet from Kyle Shanahan for being like an all-time scout team player of the year. Yes. And um, I know there's talk right now about Trent Williams maybe retiring or being close to retirement. It's harder for him to, to bounce back with all the tough losses and nicks and injuries and the older he gets. And so I wanted to ask you... Um, Right now, it feels like Spencer Burford and Aaron Banks are like the only two guys that might be here for the long run. And I was wondering, do you think those other three spots should be filled with stuff we already have? Or do you think that they're going to start like seriously taking uh, the drafts serious or free agents serious for both tackles and then center? Well, I mean, Melissa, it's hard to take the draft serious when you have a third round pick and you're trying to replace... Like well, I didn't mean like this year. I, I just meant like further down the line. It, it, I mean, it just, I, they, they're always looking to draft in the trenches, right? That's kind of like how they started to build the team. So they drafted Mike McGlinchey, <laughs> like, and and I it panned out, but it didn't really like pan out, like because he didn't turn into what we thought he would be, uh, or what the, mm-hmm. what a lot of people thought he'd be. But he he was serviceable here, right? And he ended up getting injured that one year. So I think they always look to do that and it doesn't necessarily mean that they need a first round pick to draft like this phenomenal tackle or phenomenal guard no but i mean it would be nice if they had that luxury of drafting one of the best tackles and and coming out of college opposed to somebody that they got to come in here and kind of like you know get up to speed now the 49ers got a lot of players on the offensive line that are going to develop. I think Nick Zakil is going to be one of those guys. We don't even know if Jake Brenda will be back as playing center. He's a free agent. 
So there's a lot of players that we got right now in this current offensive line. Everybody wants to upgrade the line. There's a lot of players here that we don't even know if they're returning. And so, yeah, they got to look into the draft. They got plenty of draft picks. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's some offensive linemen here at this senior bowl that might go third round, fourth round, (laughs) that I feel like will fit what Kyle Shanahan is doing. Check out the kid from North Dakota State. Give him a year. I'm going to look that up for you. Give give him a year. His name is Cody. Give him a year in, in, in this regiment. Get him in the third or fourth round. I guarantee you he'll be a problem. Can move in space. Knows Trey Lance. It's like they ran a lot of outside zone, a lot of inside zone last year. They ran more of what the 49ers ran after Trey Lance. Isn't that funny? Like they, 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 they yeah. So look him up. Cody, M-A-U-C-H. I'm actually wearing my Trey Lance sweater again because I feel like I, I'm actually allowed to wear it without being like disrespectful to Brock Purdy. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, let me get these other people on, Melissa, because I got to get out here to this football field. Uh, but I appreciate you. I just have one last question for you real quick. Sure. Um, who are you more excited for this upcoming year? Khalid Davis, who we haven't really seen much of, or Jake Jackson actually getting a bigger role? So um, it's going to come. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking forward to Drake Jackson, right, because – he yeah. was the second round pick. So that's the guy I'm looking forward to, to seeing play. Um, I believe Kalia Davis is going to bring something positive. Uh, and so we just got to see he's coming off of this injury. Drake Jackson did not come off of an injury. Kyle Shanahan simply said, you know, his body just kind of wore down toward the end of the season. And the other players were just equipped and ready to go more than he was. And I think giving him a full off season, remember he can't, when, when rookies get drafted, they, they're coming straight from college and they just finished playing college, and they're coming straight from college, they're coming from all those workouts, all that type of stuff, and then they're coming in right to the the the, the rookie mini camp and OTAs and all that type of stuff. So it's like a never ending you know story for them. And then this year two should be the year, and I think Chris Kosirik is going to get to him, and we're going to see him more. I'm really hoping he can fill that D Ford role. That's the that's that's what we're missing. That like. It, it's not just the production in the sacks. It's the production of just applying that pressure on the opposite side. So that way you bring less attention to Nick Bosa. So if Drake Jackson is getting home, Nick will less likely be double teamed because now they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do on the other side. And so I think Drake is going to be the guy. I personally think, though, we need to bolster up that interior on the defensive line. We need a guy, guy. Same. And uh, good luck to your Mets and Celtics and everything else that you root for. So Thank you. Appreciate it's nice to talk you. to you again, Breezy. Always. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Let me get Uncle Scott on here first, John, because you'll close out. Uncle Scott, what's going on, bro? What's up, nephew? Nothing much, man. The connection looks like it's, it's a little bit better that one, the bar went away. So let's go ahead and I want to hear what you got to say about this whole situation when it comes to Kyle oh. Shanahan. <laughs> Okay, but first of all, okay, I don't care if you if you're a fan, you want to blame somebody for the season loss. Okay, you want to blame, but in actuality, football is a violent sport. Look, back in the day, they didn't protect the quarterback. Okay, now now everything it's just. My point being is it's just something that happens. 
And unfortunately, we went through three quarterbacks. Not one, not two, but three. We went through three quarterbacks. Okay, now we have no longer we have Jimmy. We have Brock and Trey. Trey is our future. I don't care what anybody says. Everybody loves Brock Purdy. I love the kid too. But Trey Lance is our future. He's bigger. He's got more of an upside, and everybody knows it. Hey, come, just be honest with yourself. Everybody knows that Trey Lance, when he ascends to that next level, he is going to be that much better, and, and he is going to be a Jalen Hurts or a Josh Allen or what. I believe that. I agree. It's just unfortunate he got hurt. It's part of the game. He may go all next season and be what we all expect him to be, what we pray for him to be. I agree. Okay? I want both of these quarterbacks to have a one-two punch. Mm. That's what we have. We have a one-two punch. One quarterback goes down. We're not going to see a, a, a three-year quarter you know, going down again. We're just not going to see that. How many times – over the years, have we seen that? It's never happened. It, so that doesn't, it doesn't happen. So getting back to this Kyle Shanahan, uh, it's his fault. Yeah, I guess if you want to be nitpicky about it, but it's football. So that's where I stand. I, I just think it's part of the game. We have to, as fans, we have to accept whatever. But I'm saying we just have to accept it. Trust in Kyle I, I, I get the whole Mark Jackson analogy and yes, this and that. Yes. But just, you know, we're going to have to have patience. We're going to have, I, I, I see us getting a six ring with one of these two quarterbacks. I, 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 I've been here since the, the first one. Okay. <laughs> I've seen the first one. I've seen the second one. I've mm -hmm. seen the third one. I've seen the fourth one. I've seen the fifth one. Okay, it's time for number six. And I honestly believe that we have a formula that's winning. We win 12 games in a row. What do you, what, as a fan, that's unbelievable. What other team went 12 in a row this season? What team went 12 in a row? Not one. The, we're the only ones. We are the only ones. So, I feel for Brock Purdy. He's going to heal. He's going to come back. He's a competitor. We've all seen it. He, he's awesome. He's ready now. Once he comes back, he's going to fit right in like a glove. Stray Lance has the opportunity now to be that quarterback we know he can be. There's some out there that just don't like him. Oh, well. Everybody, everybody doesn't like everybody. It would be a boring world if that's mm. the case. Good point. Okay, so I'm just saying I've been a Trey Advocate fan from the very beginning. I, I haven't worn his jersey in respect to him all year because he's been out. But I got his jersey when we drafted him because that's what I feel. I looked at some of his college stuff. Yes, he's raw. Yes, this. Everything is true. But when you look at him, ah, that's why we got him. Ah, there's the spark that we need. 
that's what we that's what we ultimately want to see is him he's six four he's six four he's not six foot he's six four he's and an solid athlete too. he's solid he's yeah. solid he you know and your intro no no diss and Trey Lance that's right I don't want to hear none of that he is our court we have two quarterbacks here it is nobody else nobody else can say that that's nobody else and your contribution says it. He says we have Trey Lance and Brock Purdy, two young quarterbacks on rookie contracts still. What other team has the same? And that's a great question. Like, um, like there is no other team that has the same. The question though still looms. Does Kyle set his quarterbacks up to get injured? And you said no, it's football. Because football, football is going to get you injured whether you like it or not. Like you're going to exactly like whether exactly. it's an injury that's going to keep you out and put you on the IR, or you just dinged up after playing a game. Like either way, football is going to wear and tear on the body. But it, I think a lot of the people out there are saying, Kyle, why are you running Trey up the middle? Like why are you doing this? Why are you well, doing- you know why Trey? Why did you run an outside zone? Why are you trying to get around the corner? <laughs> Why are you playing football? Why are you throwing the ball? Why? Because he's a football player. Yeah. Okay. He's a football player. Football is a violent sport. I mean, the last time I checked, just look at what happened to Brock. <laughs> Hassan Reddick is a monster. He is. He is a mon- and he is a force in this in this league. He will be a force for many years to come. Believe you, believe. Uh, I I don't know how. I don't know of him. I've just seen what he is, and he's a monster. He's a monster. He always has been. He always has been on all three teams that he's played for: Cardinals, yep. Panthers, and the Eagles. Uh, and 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 he 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 deserves he deserves to go to the Super Bowl. That's how good he is. He well, deserves. You know- it's funny you said that, and I'm going to get EMA Beats on here really quickly, but why did we get beat last year? Because the, no, no, the Rams signed, traded for Von Miller. That's why. Right. right. Another elite edge rusher to take pressure off of the interior, which is his name is Aaron Donald. What did the Eagles do? The Eagles on paper did exactly – what the Rams did, and they did it even more. They added even more. They they added depth, 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 talent, depth at that, and then they got a couple of pass rushers that they was gonna rotate in and out. So, but to me, they just they did a better job than we did. I, I I'm gonna give, give them their to props for sure. They did their job better than than we did. So and maybe that's, that's why the they're going then. to the Super Bowl. Maybe huh? maybe this year we added a lot of depth, and I thought the depth was going to be the issue, but maybe it just wasn't the right depth. Maybe it was too exactly. many of the 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 you know Plan B pass rushers. We maybe need some. Need... We need more stars on the line. We need right. more stars. I like okay, that. So I, I honestly feel that there's a lot of stars that could be something, but we actually have a window now that we need stars, proven Agreed. stars. Agreed. Proven start. Okay. But that's all I got. But you, hey, safe travels in Alabama. Yes, sir. I mean, just yeah. 
you know, it, I'm I'm an old white dude, so I I never faced anything like that. Oh so no, it's cool all, down here, man. The people, they're I, very, I hope, very hospitable. Be safe. Good. The be safe, Wayne. Cool. Yeah. Have fun. Hey, have fun at the senior ball. I mean, I can't wait interaction to interact I'm excited. Good. Have I'm fun. Excited. Be safe, and we'll see you at home. All right. And uh, I would just want to give a shout out to all the faithful. I love y'all. Uh, I love watching your comments. Uh, you guys are awesome. I'm glad to be a part of the faithful. Uh, this old man, you guys bring a lot of joy to this old man reading your guys' comments. Dude, so with that, peace. God loves everybody. We'll see you next time. Amen. Thank you, brother. Peace. Thanks, Uncle. All right, let me get EMA on here. EMA Beats. You here, bro? Yo, Breezy, what's up, fam? What's going on, fam? <sighs> I know. Still, still, still hurt, man. It's, I, it's still, it's still raw. I get it, and 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 we gotta watch a Super Bowl, so it's gonna hurt. For it's gonna sting for a minute. For me, it doesn't make sense, but it's gonna sting for a minute. So go ahead and get it out, bro. I understand. We got you. That's what we're here for. Yeah, you know, I think it's just the inability to compete for three and a half pretty much quarters, you know, of the NFC championship is just uh it's 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 unheard of, you know. Yeah. That that might I mean it feels like we're the first team to ever go that far. I mean, obviously with 12 straight wins, going for 13 and for the Super Bowl. Um you know, for us to lose our starting quarterback in the first quarter and then have to play three quarters of just, you know, throw some throw whatever you can at the damn wall and see what sticks type of football. Like that was just crazy. <laughs> uh, I know I know I know it was unexpected for Kyle and he wasn't prepared for that. I mean, exactly. he said he had some packages and stuff ready, but why the hell wouldn't you just start running it, Kyle? Why not go straight to the Wildcat? Why wait until like the last five minutes of the game when it's already out of reach to start, you know, trying to do stuff. He should have had, you know, he should have had Juwan Jennings with a package, you know, Juwan Jennings play quarterback. Uh, he he should have had some things in the, in the, you know, in the clip just in case some emergency reserves, you know? And um, I just feel like he was kind of ill-prepared in that aspect. I don't blame him for the loss. I'm, I'm, you know, it's still Tyler Croft and, you know, Hassan yeah. Reddick was coming in hot. You know what I mean? Um, he was coming in hot, bro. He was, he was coming in hot, and he went straight for the arm, and it was kind of like – it was kind of dirty to me that he did that because that was almost like his intention. Like, I want to break this motherfucker's arm, you know, or, you know, Ooh. whatever. You know, and I mean, I know the objective is to stop the ball, you know, wherever it's at, whoever has it. But, you know, he was – I don't know, man. I was just kind of – I was just kind of – I was just kind of brutal. I'm surprised it wasn't no flag on that. I mean, they called a flag. We got all those damn flags. It's like we worked perfectly into the fold of what the plan was. You know, overall, Philly was picked to win over us. Now, if we was to upset them, then that would have just been an upset to those that, you know, in the higher-ups that had already, you know, this preordained mission for what the, you know, NFL – um you know, for what the Super Bowl was going to be. I mean, they had Roger Goodell taking pictures with with Philadelphia fans with these big-ass tickets, 
you know, saying that they're going to the Super Bowl. And then when you looked at the KC and the Bengals game, they did the same Roger Goodell or they did the same thing and gave two tickets to some fans to the Super Bowl. And they were KC fans. It just kind of is like weird that they televise and show shit like that and expect us to believe that this is not like already a planned, you know, organized kind of thing. Not the Purdy injury, but just the overall outcome and what they want to happen. You know, the, I got I got homies that don't even watch football no more because they say that shit is fixed and it's not really, you know, it's not real. Like, I'm tired. You know, there's just too many things that. Are, are noticeable and obvious that make it hard for, you know, certain people to even watch football anymore. I'm still going to watch it, but it's just, you know, just the obvious, man. It's, it's you know, it's just hard, man. You know, we go that far, we went that hard, you know what I mean? And, and washed, we should have never had washed, washed Johnson, pause, or washed Johnson on a, on a, on the damn team to begin with. I mean, I know, I know. Come I on, know. my boy. They went with Kyle went with the guy that he had in the system last year. And comfort. I but he also Kyle never but, but hear but hear me out on this one. He never ever expected to use him. But when you went down with just Brock as your quarterback, there had to be a better option. Right? There had to be a better I, option other than Josh Johnson. Man, we 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 could have did some wildcat, mixed up a few of those, um, mixed up a few plays and stuff like that. You know, just like like the like the Christian McCaffrey uh, pass, you know, that he threw for a touchdown, and then Debo did it. You know, run that a couple of times, but Kyle decided to start running that when it was like over. He didn't. You know, we we weren't even. You know, we weren't even able to do anything at that point to sustain any kind of momentum. So he's just like, all right, let's just do whatever now at this point. Well, you should have been doing that. You should have been doing this shit, you know, after CMC ran that ball in the end zone. I was like, it is not over. Like, that that shit lit a fire under me. And I was like, okay, you know, you know, you know Christian's not going down. We're not going down. And I, I just – I don't understand what was going on with the play calling after that. Um, you know, Josh Johnson should have got maybe a series and then got his ass up out of there because, you know, at the end of the day – when he was throwing the ball, he looked skittish. He looked hesitant. He did. He he was like, when his release and everything, you could see that he was not there. It was way too much for him. The game was bigger than this guy. You know what I'm saying? He could not handle it. Even yeah. with all of his experience and all of that, and as many teams as he's played on, that was that was. I mean, he was looking like, you know. Oh, man, bro. He, he he was looking scared and timid out there. He was. I rewatched the game. I don't know what made me rewatch it, but you're right. He did not look comfortable at all. He threw a couple of passes that were complete, passes that were right in front of him. But then other than that, he looked like he was seeing ghosts and dead people out there on the football field, bro. And then he ended up getting a concussion, which he probably really started seeing ghosts and dead people. So, yeah, it was tough. It was tough. It's it's tough to swallow. I, I I like to I understand the conspiracies. I understand sometimes things just don't make sense. That's kind of like where I see certain things. I'm not saying injuries are fake or or whatever. I'm not saying that the game is rigged, but it's definitely it's some weird stuff going on. And that's not just the 49ers games. That's just football. Period. 
it'd be weird. It'd be weird calls, weird non-calls, weird. They see what they want to see. Like stuff is what I'm trying to say. So I'm not saying it's rigged, but it, it does make it hard to watch. What I do is I just, every game, it's a clean slate for me. So every game, the way I, this is how I handle it. Every game is a clean slate. I don't factor in none of that stuff from any previous game. I feel like it's a clean slate every game, and I'm going to get what I'm going to get from the referees, from the players, everything. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's It just makes it hard. And then the obvious, I mean, even with the NFC Championship game last year when, uh, you know, we were playing the Rams, you know, there was like, there was like three or four, could have been even more false starts in the last seven, eight minutes of the game. Yeah. And it was so obvious. I'm like, any other time they're throwing flags. Like, you know, so it's, you know, the, the fix is in, but you can, you can always go, we can always win against the fix. And I always said, don't leave it in the ref's hands. Correct. Beat the, beat the shit out the teams that we're supposed to, Correct. you know, run it up on them, put the foot on their neck, keep put punching it in. Don't start playing conservative because we're up by 21. No, beat them by 35. Keep going so that the referees won't get a chance to keep that because they can't throw 20 consecutive flags. You know, they can't make it too obvious. They got to spread it out. I mean, it, you know, it's we're, we're up against more than what we know. You know, it's not just the best made the best man win, you know, a lot of the time. And I, I hate to you know say that I'm still going to be, you know, I'm, I'm still keeping it locked. It's not about conspiracy. It's just what's obvious versus what's, you know, um, imagination. You know what I'm saying? We all see it. Very well said, bro. I appreciate you anyway. for calling in, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, right, man. man. Go, go, Miners, though, man. Let's, you know, let's try to keep our heads up. You know, that was a, that was a wonderful season, man. You know, we 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 did some extraordinary work, and uh, I'm just really hoping with all the transitions that we can still, you know, come back and maintain, especially on the defensive side of the ball, because the offense is going to need to play like way better than even what we did this year. If for some reason there's any kind of drop off defensively, because the defense has really been our I you agree. Know, they, they been on bread and butter. All right, fam. Appreciate you as always, man. All right, my brother. Peace out. Stay on top. Yes, sir. Peace. All right, let's get John on here. I gotta hurry these up. John, what's going on, baby? What's up, bro? Nothing um, much, man. I'm just uh I'm I'm curious to see what your thoughts are on this particular topic. Are you one of the ones that blame Colin? If so, why? Um uh, I don't blame Kyle for the quarterback's injuries, bro, um, because there's context to each one, right? I mean, I'm not going to blame him because Jimmy thought he was a dolly and could carry two grown men. You know, I'm not going to blame him for Trey making a mistake and 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 potentially, you know, running the, running through the wrong gap or, or or trying to do too much. I'm not going to blame Kyle for that shit, but I will blame Kyle for getting cute and going away from what's familiar. And that essentially is what led to um, a potential injury to Brock Purdy. But you could also say that Brock was holding on to the ball maybe a second too long, right? Um, you, you can say a lot of things because Croft has that, – that, 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 that play was just Croft getting beat. Like Hassan Riddick was like seven yards off the ball, bro. bro he he was... rushes at like 2.8, three, three seconds, dude's there. That's what it was. You just, you just, it's an unfortunate circumstance. It's almost like he would have beat anyone. Like anybody. <laughs> and I mean, and I mean, honestly, dude, it, it's just like, if you know, Hassan Reddick is coming, I just feel like you should be more prepared. You know what I'm saying? Like just 
go the other way. Well, I think I think my thing was not even that. Why the why the the develop play? Why not a quick throw? Why not yeah. uh, a, a quick drop back three second, get the ball out the hands quick? Oh, you know what I'm saying? So, like, why not that? It was a play action. So it was a fake handoff, first of all. So it was mm-hmm. play action. And a lot of people were saying, yo, we didn't even really run the ball much to do this. So why do that? Clearly, Hassan didn't bite on it. And I really think the Debo decoy was what he was supposed to bite on. He was like, they ain't ran the ball yet. I'm not biting on Debo. Debo's not getting the ball. And that's yeah. what happened. Uh, this is a run first offense, and we're not running first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we sat here for the last four seasons and talked about how San Francisco's run opens up the pass. We sat here and done this, dude. We've been here. We're doing the same shit over and over and over again, and it's exhausting. It's tiresome, right? Yeah. Um, I just as for as for you know. As for EMA, man, I, I, I see where he's coming from. I, I went to Miami in, in 2019, and I was partying down there around the network and what everybody was doing. And, you know, look, Jalen Hurts sells more than Brock Purdy. Patrick Mahomes was selling more than Jimmy Garoppolo in 2019. When There were fans holding these tickets. They were giving these tickets away in Miami. To, they were San Francisco fans. They were giving tickets away to Kansas City fans. It's just when the camera when the camera's rolling, bro, it happened to be on the Kansas City fan. When I was there, I saw it, you know what I mean? But there were three or four fans getting tickets, you know what I mean? I, 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 I Listen, with a sports book now, Breezy, in everybody's hand, your phone is now, you know, a sports book. And Ohio got it in the last month. And the more and the more we see these sports books popping up in every state, the more and the more, you know, I think we're going to see. Frankly, let me be honest with you. With the way the officiating's been for the last, like, 17 weeks of football, do you really want to be in the Super Bowl right now with this dirty garbage? I, I mean, know. it's been bad, bro. It's been bad. I don't but, know. The officiating I mean, is crazy. It's here crazy. we are, bro. I think, I think we can honestly say the officiating. Um, and I'm not even saying for our game. No, I'm talking about NFL. NFL. Our game didn't even start yet. It was over for us before it fucking started. So that's out the window. You know what I mean? I'm trying to recover. I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around what have we done to get so close and not finish. And I used to think it was just, you know, I think it just comes down to the quarterback, bro. Not having the mother freaking quarterback. Think about it. Like, and and uh, and and the Super Bowl, uh, you know. Jimmy just was incompetent, in my opinion. Like, he played well the whole game, and they changed up the pressure, and they started getting to him up front, and you're getting his balls batted down, and he's missing guys wide open. That was Jimmy. Then in the NFC Championship game, he wasn't healthy. He was injured, and he just couldn't throw a pass. And in this game, we didn't have no freaking quarterback. So so it's coming down to the quarterback. We've invested everywhere but that position, and now it's hindered us to invest in that position. We've invested I, I everywhere. Think, I think you invested in the quarterback, and you have quarterbacks. Now you got to keep them healthy. So now it's time to invest into ways of protecting the quarterbacks. And so mm-hmm. if that means offensive line or whatever, like you got to keep these guys healthy because we can't win without our quarterback. I don't know any team that can win without their quarterback. 
I think that's what it comes down to. I'm not, the, the Eagles, the Eagles fans told me specifically, had that been Jalen Hurts, they would have lost the game. So they can't win without their quarterback. And yeah. so we should understand we can't win with whoever our quarterback is. Doesn't matter if it's Jimmy, Brock, or Trey, without that quarterback, we wouldn't be able to win that game. Yeah. That's true, man. I mean, I, I accepted it when it happened, bro. I was, I was, I was defeated, man. I can't imagine how you felt. You know, I, I mean, hey, man, look, <laughs> I was ready to go in the first quarter. I was ready to go back to my room and watch the game because I knew if Brock didn't suit back up, it was a wrap. Yeah. And I know we tied the game, and that that should say something. But let me explain to everybody. Who Josh Johnson is. Josh Johnson is a band-aid. He's just there to help try to stop the bleeding. Now you got to heal it. And when you take the band-aid off, it, it ain't going to work. So no. that's that's what he was. He was just a bandage to kind of like keep the stuff fluid. And you were hoping your starting quarterback could come back in the game at least to be able to throw the ball. And because he couldn't throw a ball, I just want to make a correction out there. Purdy was three for three until the injury. And then when he got injured, he came back in and threw that nice little – that was the the toughest little screen pass I've ever seen him throw. It looked like it hurt. Then it made him four for four. So he did finish the game four for four. Yeah. It's tough, bro. I mean, what are we going to do, man? I mean, we're going to bulk up the offensive line, we hope, you know. We hope that Trey Lance can, you know. Hey, I was watching uh, Larry Kruger's show last night before I go, and uh, I was listening, man, and I heard that Kaserik may may there's there's rumor that Kaserik might go with D'Amico to back oh, to Texas. Um, well, I mean, I, I I don't know how much validity there is to that. I mean, Kruger's an inside man; like he's really he's got his ear close close to the locker room, right? He's a, a, he is in the locker room. Listen, John, it's a possibility that Kyle's, whole, Kyle's coaching staff can just be gutted. And if you want to talk about Kyle being good, and here's the thing that we, we didn't talk about this last, and Eddie, I'm going to get you on here real quick. We didn't talk about this, but the 49ers started off slow as hell this season, and it was because the new coaching staff had to get adjusted. So imagine – how are we going to be next season? Another slow start. Hopefully another strong finish. You got all these coaches leaving. First and foremost, defensive coordinator. And then that coordinator is going to probably try to bring in his guys that he feels can help him run his defense. See what I'm saying? So hopefully that's what happens. But there's going to be some adjusting. And players are going to have to adjust to the new coaches. It's going to be awkward. So Larry Kruger... Whoever the insider is there, there's a possibility that Crosera can be going with D'Amico. Um, I don't see why he would, but because he's not going to get a pro. He doesn't want to be anything else, else but a defensive line coach, and maybe he's just not challenged here anymore, and he's going to go to a team that will definitely be challenging because they don't have – they have nothing. <laughs> nothing. Sometimes, bro, sometimes, bro, I think that we, we look at it from – you know, uh, a football per- perspective, and we're not looking at it from like a financial perspective. Living in California is ridiculous. It Living is. in Texas is like substantially less, right? I mean, the cost of living is substantially less. That being said, he has become like, Kaserik has become like 
a, a household name in California. I mean, this guy is notoriously known for preparing um, our 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 men. So I don't know, bro. I, I just I thought I thought it was a little concerning when Trent Williams was was contemplating, you know. But when but you know what? Let him go into the offseason. Let him let him get his rest. Let him chill out. You know. Uh, unless he knows that there's a great deal of change coming, you know, on both ends of the ball, you know, and maybe he's just not trying to rally behind a, a young Trey Lance to work it out, you know, and get it figured out. And, you know, uh, I don't know, man, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's tough being a Niner fan, bro. It is, man. It is, but it's, this is what happens when you're good. So guys, this is a good thing. Cause when you're good, your coaches are gone. <laughs> Your coaches leave. And so the question is, what will Kyle Shanahan do to replenish his staff? That'll be a show. I'm not doing any more shows here because the internet is trash. So I've never experienced Marriott internet this bad. This is the worst I've ever experienced. We've never. Had I mean, you've been pretty solid, bro. I mean, give or take what? Maybe maybe on your end you see it, but you on, on our end, you're pretty fluid. Yeah, I mean, I like there's it. been it a hiccup for a second, flown, but it ain't so I hate nothing. hiccups. We don't do hiccups. Hiccups suck. But anyway, let me get Eddie G on here because I got to get to this field. It's like a 15-minute drive. And All right, my man. I appreciate you, bro. All right, man. Peace. Eddie G. What's good, what? baby? How you doing, Wayne? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good, man. I'm out here scouting some of this, this new talent that's going to be coming into the NFL. So I'm excited. Yes, sir. And I'm, I'm, I'm damn proud you're out there representing our team, bro. It's awesome to see you, man. Appreciate it, man. Shout out to everybody else that's out there. I know Steph is out here. Steph Sanchez, Eric Crocker is out here. Kyle is out here. There's a, there's a, there's a bunch of us out here, so it's pretty cool. When I get to the field, hopefully I'll be able to get up with them. I think Johnny Dell's coming today as well. He's probably already here, and I'm late, but it's all good. What's going on? <laughs> hey, man. It's uh, Like you said, it's tough being a Niner fan, but the bright side, like you said, is we're good. So, you know, we do have things to look forward to. I know it's Absolutely. hard. To, that was that was a that was a tough loss. Um, I mean, as soon as Brock went down, I looked at my son and I was like, hey, we lose this game. But he goes, what do you mean? I was like, I don't think he's coming back. And Josh Johnson had no business on that field. I know he's our four stringer and that's who we had to put in there. But he's a good – it seems like he's a good guy. But that snap bounced off the back of his hand. It didn't I, even hit his palms. Yo, it's funny. We have not even talked about – the fumble that was the game changer mm -hmm. like that right there sealed the deal yeah i mean it was bad enough we're sitting here watching and i'm you know yeah they tied it and i was like, okay okay it's still a game but yeah i was just like this is just not good and as soon as he fumbled and then they scored before half i was like okay you know i'm not gonna lie to you halfway through the third quarter i had to work sunday night so i was like i, I told my son i said i love you son but i'm going to bed i can't i can't watch this Oh man, and it sucks, you know. And and I hate feeling that way. And I'm not gonna. I'm not one of those ones blaming Kyle totally. Okay. You know, I think I think a lot of people jumped on that. I know I watched Chapman on on my way to work that night, and John was upset about the play call. I get it. And then you kind of watch the play, and I saw what you saw, and I'm like, oh, if Brock would have just stepped up. He if just he, he had two one steps. He had a split second to step in that pocket. Just a yeah. split. And he Tyler might even avoid the had, I mean, it's Hassan Reddick, but Croft had pushed him enough outside. He was pushing him outside, yeah. so it wasn't a bad. It, the, the The result of the play was terrible, 
I just yep. wish it was a regular sack because he probably wouldn't have got hurt and we just would have gave up the sack. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you can't – there's a lot of things that happen on play. I saw tweets about people mad at Hassan Reddick. It's like he played the ball. Yeah. Our defensive players would have done the same thing. So it's – it's it was just it, – the bottom line was it was unfortunate. It was unfortunate that that matchup couldn't take place because um, an injury happened. It happens. It's football. It's football. I agree, I agree with you 100%, bro. 100 percent um a couple of questions i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you so so uh alpha 45 says why wasn't it open open season on hertz they both took out they took both of our guys out charles haley and lawrence taylor would have never let that fly man he's bringing back <laughs> the good old football man um that's, that's a different era though man this it was is... a different era but you got to look at the compliment pieces on both of those teams and so there's no compliment piece to Nick Bosa. There, yeah. I know D Ford was was no one wants to talk about D Ford, but man, was he the perfect compliment for Nick Bosa? Like yeah. perfect compliment. Yeah. They had no idea how that because if he can get to the quarterback and he contained very well as well. We just don't have that. And so you can't tee off when you got three linemen or two linemen and a tight end blocking one defensive end and your other guy just can't beat the guys on the other side in their one-on-ones. Yeah. I'm sitting here paying attention to one-on-ones this week because I'm I'm trying to see who's strong, who's got moves, who's quick, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. One-on-ones matter <laughs> because sometimes you are one-on-one. Yes. Yes. It, Seven-on-sevens matter. It's a big deal. It's a big yeah, deal. Yeah, like so – to me, that's the answer to that question. Here's another good one. Uh, you take a crack at this. He says, why does every 49ers uh, content creator overlook the offensive line? This beep is as frustrating as most fans calling Kyle Shanahan and going into his seventh year with more than a handful of injured quarterbacks. Um, I don't think I, – I, I know I'm personally not overlooking the offensive line. I don't think they're great. I mean, I feel like the two best offensive lines that we face this season – Y'all gonna be mad at me for saying this. Well, the three best were the Cowboys, the Eagles, and I hate to say it, the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with you. The the Raiders were supposed to be a lot better than what they did this season. I mean, what did we talk about in the beginning of the season with just with the AFC West alone? Like, oh, good lord, that that's stacked. Yeah, but I mean, look at who the only. Real, I mean, I'm not going to say that the charges were fake. They they had some issues at the end, didn't work out for them, and the Chiefs were are the Chiefs. So it's it's, but the Raiders have very good pieces, and that line is very good. I'm not thought, I'm not overlooking our offensive line, not yeah. at all. Not I, so like I feel like we need better pieces. Yeah, uh, it's Trent Williams, and then it's trash. I don't want to say the word trash because they're not trash. I'm just saying it's Trent. Okay. Here, here's the perfect analogy. It's Trent Williams, and then it's just like mediocre. On defensive, it's Nick Bosa, and then it's mediocre. I'm sorry. That's, and that's the issue. And so unless you get some balance, you know, I offensively, I personally feel that we will be okay if they brought back Mike McGlinchey, and I know nobody wants that, and I'm sorry, but you upgrade the center position. 
No, I, I want McGlinchey back. See, this is what this is where I know people, and I've got I get upset at McGlinchey too. He was good but, in the beginning of the season, fair. Mm-hmm. He started to tail off to me toward the end of the season. And it could be because it was just his first season. I don't I don't I don't, I don't think Aaron Banks was elite. I think he played really good, but compared to Trent Williams, that's elite. Yes. Aaron Banks was good, and he's up and coming, and I think his third year is going to be even better. I think that first year was kind of like his rookie year, and I think because the season was so long, his play started to tell off a tad bit. But then after that, I mean, Spencer Burford had good moments. Daniel Brunskill had good moments. Mike McGlinchey had good moments. But the talent is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The, the, the talent is just like, man, Trent was – all pro when they drafted him in, in Washington. And then he's just been that ever since. I just feel like the rest of the line, we need one more piece to anchor that line. And I think the piece is center. You get the center in there, that's going to upgrade. It's going to give a boost. If you get the right center, it's going to boost up your guards and your right tackle. I just personally feel like that's what's going to happen. But and I, I t- think I that's agree. what I'm, I, I, I hate to say this, but Alex Mack retiring was crazy. Crucial for the 49ers. Yes, absolutely. I mean, Terra Dome was, was screaming about it on NBN after the game. He said it's a protection problem. And he said, when I, you know, everybody seemed to agree. Alex Mack not being there, he called and changed protections. He was that guy on the line. Brindell's not that guy. And to have a rookie to his right and, and, Aaron Banks had some big shoes to fill. I mean, Trent and Lincoln Tomlinson on our left side were solid. They were connected. They were, they connected. were solid, yeah. bro. That was you weren't getting through on the left side. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Banks, he, he's not bad, but like you said, this was his first full season. I felt like he had a first good ten games, mm-hmm. and then after that, it just started to go down a little bit each game. Yeah, and Mike uh, McGlinchey has been up and down. You know, everybody talks about the Cowboy game where he got thrown and then the play where CMC scored our touchdown and he he took down two guys. Well, that's the problem. What do you see on the left side? Trent doesn't get thrown at all. Have you ever seen Trent thrown? No. Okay. So, and and Mike McGlinchey, I mean, you guys have already said it before and I agree with you. It is hard to find. You can't – it's hard to go out and find a tackle – and just put him in the system and put him on this line and all of a sudden he'd be good. You have to find somebody on that caliber who's up there with Trent, like you just said. The talent yeah. has to be there. I agree. And I think you know, the talent's there. I just think it wasn't developed yet. Like think, I, I, I think think Burford, about what this old line's been through, bro. We've been yeah. through now four quarterbacks this season. How hard is that for the line to have to adjust? They had, they were like, Okay, Trey's the guy. Okay, Trey's hurt week two. Now we gotta adjust back to Jimmy. Jimmy gets hurt. Okay, now we got this new guy who came in and he did wonderful. You know, hats off to Brock. He did great. So, for that offensive line, I mean, that's up and down too. So, I don't know. I I know it's hard to watch our team go that far two seasons in a row and come up short. It really is. I mean, I'm hurting too. But you got to, you got to, you got to think about things like that. They have to. I, I, I agree. I, I agree 100%. Um, I'm going to answer a couple of these questions off the air, but I do appreciate you for jumping on with me, bro. Hey, man. Hey, uh, it's you You guys have been – you've been great this season, Breezy. I appreciate you, everything brother. you do. 
it was awesome to meet you guys in Atlanta yes, this sir. year. I hope I hope we can, you know, meet up again this next season. My son's already bugging me. He saw the schedule. I was like, we don't have a schedule yet. We just have opponents. He wants to go <laughs> to another game. He's ready. He's my son is hooked on football. Oh no. He just jumped out. Oops, that my... Sorry. Okay. No, I sorry. That somebody, was my somebody tried to call me, but not gonna waste any time. Get out to that field. Find right, us some good players, my brother. I love you. All right, you. man. Love you too. Peace out. So case 49, you did you said we had a better uh uh record and you and we did. Uh and it's not it's not I'm not saying that the offensive line sucked. I'm saying that the offensive line when they went up against an inferior defensive line looked weak. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Like, so it's not that they sucked, but when you played the Eagles, it looked like we sucked. And I and a lot of it was because of you know the quarterback. I'm sure Brock would have been able to do some things or whatever, whatever. But hey, man, at the end of the day, it, what happened happened. So our record was better. Um, I never said that the offensive line sucked. I'm just saying that the talent from Trent down is a big drop off. Just like on the defensive line, the talent from Nick Bosa down is a huge drop off. Just you, the the question st- stimulated from. You know, hey, why didn't we get after Jalen Hurts? I mean, hey, you know what they did? The 49ers contained them very well in that game. It's just they could not get him down. They they couldn't because they didn't want to give up lanes so that he could take off and run. Didn't want to over-pursue. They had to stay committed to containment. And so they had to do those things. But at the end of the day, um, I feel like the offensive line can get better. And that's what football is all about. You just got beat. And so now how are you going to get better in the offseason? And that's what the 49ers are going to be looking to do. And it's going to start with the coaching. I got a couple of contributions that I definitely want to read that I did not get to. So let me go ahead and get to. Sean sent a couple of contributions in. Three to be exact. I definitely want to read these. He says, I like this. Breezy taking senior citizens bowling. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind at all. As long as they pay for me to bowl so I could beat them. I'm down. Thank you for the contribution. He also says, come on, Breezy. McButt Clinchy looked like he had a turtle head in preseason. Then he was prairie dogging regular season. When do you see offensive linemen jumping like that? Bro, he was limping. What were we doing? Listen, it's coming off of that nasty injury. And I felt like the beginning of the season took him a little bit of time. But then he stopped giving up sacks. But he was still making bonehead mistakes. I'm not saying McGlinchey is the answer at right tackle. I just think that can the 49ers get better at right tackle? For sure. Get a younger guy in there. Maybe a guy not as tall. Maybe a guy that can just has a better lower sense of gravity can get up underneath some of these defensive linemen that are short and stout and trying to run you over strong. I don't know. But if they did decide to bring him back, I get it. Maybe the 49ers get back to his run blocking schemes, which is what he was great at. Kyle is like the guy that rides dirty, pushes it, <laughs> rides with no insurance, and then is surprised when he totals his car and his ticketed. <laughs> Look, Kyle is different, different. I get it, Sean. Kyle is 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 a different type of guy. But um, he's our head coach, and we just gotta we gotta ride out. It's not even a storm. It's like, damn it, we got here again and we lost. That's all it was. You know, Jacqueline wants to let everybody in the world know. She is not watching the Super Bowl, period. I got to watch the Super Bowl because I, I'm more in for it for the entertainment now. Um, it's nostalgic for me as well. 
But I, 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 they better be some damn good commercials this year. All right. That, that's that's what I'm looking for. Some damn good commercials. Um, and then the halftime show. Rihanna. It's going to be pretty cool. And then DJ Malone says the silver lining is that this is the silver lining. in this is that it's Trey Lance's team going forward. Is it wrong that I want us to have three quarterbacks dressed? It's a great question. We'll end the show with that particular question. No, I, I don't think it's wrong. Uh, as a matter of fact, the league, you know, you heard some people talking about it. They said that the league should have three quarterbacks dressed to where it doesn't count against that 53 and just have one guy as an emergency quarterback. So that way it doesn't change the game so drastically. You know what I mean? Like, dra- like look, going into Josh Johnson – you did you, you dealt with it, but then who, who like I don't know. It, it's just a it's a tough thing. We'll see what the new rules are gonna be. I don't know. But guys, I, I appreciate you guys for rocking out with me. I gotta get to this field. I'm late and I didn't eat yet. So I gotta stop and get me something on the way, which means it's gonna probably have to be some type of fast food. I see people saying bringing in Matt Ryan. Hey, whatever Kyle Shanahan tends to want to do, I'm gonna go ahead and support it. Uh I might not agree with it until I see it, but hey. Right now, we need to get us a defensive coordinator and start filling this coaching staff. So don't expect to hear much from Kyle Shanahan as of right now. Um, he is all about filling that coaching staff and making sure that this team doesn't steer too far away from the vision, which had them again in the NFC Championship. It's been a real one, guys. That's going to be it for the week. I want to get home and do my shows. This internet ain't it. And I'm sorry, but um, yeah. Uh, I may go live tomorrow. I don't know, but I don't like the internet here. It's pissing me off. Love y'all. Uh, John V says, Dewan Jones, get that boy on the show. Uh, he wasn't here yesterday. He was here the day before. Man, his he looked really – okay, so here's my take on Dewan Jones. He looked really good in his one-on-ones, but he didn't look that solid in 11-on-11. Big mammoth of a guy. He's like 6'8", 300 and – Whatever, how many pounds wingspan is like Giannis whatever his name is. Yeah, it's out there. Always trouble saying that name. Uh, somebody, uh, Kylie, you asked me about a defensive lineman. I do not want to jack his name up, but check out the interior lineman from Northwestern. I said Adabawar Adatimawa. I think that's how you say his name. Check him out. He looked really good out there. All right. Um, check him out. All right. Guys, love y'all. Stay up. Stay faithful. Always keep it nitty gritty. And I'll see you guys when I see you guys. It's been real. Peace out. Thanks for watching.